There are seemingly many ways to get rich. And in Kenya, one of the ways that is not new to most of us is preying on gullible people. And this is what most of our televangelists and just rogue preachers prey on because as we have seen lately, we have the Shakahola massacre and things like that are not necessarily new. And today's story, we look at one person who used something that most people dream of as his claim to fame and as his moneymaker. Hi, and a happy Madaraka Day to you from wherever you're watching us from. My name is Efi Atieno and welcome to the African Footprints Podcast. Queen Elizabeth was able to give me attention and give me an audience. And I and herself, we have never given that to Miracle Baby at all. The songs that Beyonce took when Jesus said yes, that my song, I had an affair of having somebody with me because it was five years whereby I could not stay alone. As a human being, I could not be without having a woman because that could give me Poster cancer. Born in Juja, Kiambu County, in nineteen thirty seven, as the eleventh child out of fifteen a man named Gilbert Dare. Gilbert was born to just ordinary parents who are stonemasons, and he himself became a stonemason until he decided to become an evangelist in the 1980s. And at that time, he became an evangelist under the United Evangelical Church in Kenya. But before he became an evangelist, in 1958, Gilbert Dare married his wife, who will form a greater part of our story, Mary, and one thing I found very interesting but isn't really absurd considering the times they were living in, Gilbert was 21 years old when he married the 14-year-old girl, Mary. And together, they had a family and they had children. And around 1976, he moved to the United Kingdom to set up a church. His church also had foundations in Kenya, the Gilbert Dare Ministries. And it, he was a normal preacher until... His claim to fame, the miracle babies, which I am sure most of us know of. Uh, my 2000 babies, again, I'm very sorry, but I'll look you in in just a minute. Worry no more. So he just um, started this miracle babies. One time we were growing up and there was news features everywhere and newspapers talking about miracle babies. Now, let me explain this to you for some who might not understand. Mr. Gilbert there claimed that he was able to make women have babies or rather barren women, women who could not have babies for different reasons. He could make them have babies through his prayers and his miracles. And a lot of women fell prey to this because his church was always flooded with women with various health conditions or just age-wise, age was not on their side, and they wanted to have babies. So the question was, where were these babies coming from? And no one knew because the interesting thing is that some of these women would have three or four babies in a span of one year. Now, for any person who uses common sense, this is not really possible unless you're having triplets or something because the baby is supposed to be in your womb for nine months. 
and a year has only 12 months meaning the next earliest or possible time you could have a baby is after let's say 18 months right but not in gilbert gilbert dare's church if you are a member of his church you could even have three four or five babies within a year now something that made all this come to light was one time in 2005 his wife Mary Dea walked into Nairobi hospital with a baby in her hand and she claimed that she had had a baby at home because she didn't have money to check into a hospital but needed to check into a hospital just to make sure she is okay and to make sure the baby is okay now what struck doc struck doctors was the fact that when they did several tests on her they discovered that she did not have any signs of anyone who had had a baby from her cervix to her womb to her vaginal canal literally nothing and she was just normal there was no wear and tear or any strain whatsoever so people started questioning did she actually have the baby did she steal the baby and right before she could blink as she walked out of the hospital news uh, newsrooms and uh, interviewers and just people were all around Nairobi hospital with several questions on whether she had had the baby and she insisted on something she had had the baby and the baby was hers now this went on for several years because um, there was no way the police could link Gilbert there to the wife what saddens me is that this was the wife and there was no way of linking Gilbert there to the wife and the child trafficking scandal anyway that's beside the point so the wife was charged with child trafficking and she was actually sent to jail for i think 15 years now gilbert there like the man that he is had to thrive when the wife was um in prison he was in the uk still running his church and still performing miracles and making infertile women pregnant but later on he said that <laughs> and i think my editor will put in that clip there for you guys he said that he could not stay without a woman because he risked having prostate cancer so he ended up getting engaged to and marrying a woman who was of course 50 years younger than him i think he had a thing for younger women and girls but i am no one to judge so as the story goes gilbert there went on to continue with his church he made several women have babies and there was no one to confirm the allegations that the, ch the children were being stolen until one time when his house was raided and the police took 10 of his kids or rather the kids in the house and had DNA tests conducted. And the interesting thing is out of the 10 that were taken, only two were found to be Gilbert Dare's children. The rest, nobody knows because, well, we could not have their parents' DNA tested. But this just opened up a whole universe or a whole Pandora's box on what was happening behind the scenes or behind Gilbert Dare Ministries. So out of the, fifth, the 10 children that were taken, only two are his, meaning eight were either stolen or just taken from hospital or either sold. Who knows? And to date, the case is still ongoing. Now for Mr. Gilbert Dare, he continued, and there are several women who give testimonies in the church in UK, in the church in Kenya, who give testimonies about what he has done for them, how he has saved their marriages by helping them have children. And he went on to thrive and buy a lot of properties in prime areas in the United Kingdom, in London, in Leeds, in Manchester, you name it, he had buildings in all those places. But 
as time went by, there were several questions about where all these children were coming from because several people were coming out that their children had been stolen. And I think for maybe two parents, they traced them back to Gilbert Dare's church. So a case was opened against Mr. Dare and he was charged here in Kenya. But remember, Mr. Dare is in the UK. And for a while, there was extradition, there was extradition to be done and Dea was supposed to be brought back to Kenya and for about 15 years Mr. Gilbert Dea fought the extradition against him to the point that he was only extradited to Kenya in 2016 to face the allegations and as the proceedings were happening of course the claims about his wife Mary and the children that Mary had and the children that were found in his house he claimed he had no hand in that to the point that the court was now their hands were tied. They were only restricted to the matter at hand. Was Gilbert there guilty of child abduction? Was he guilty of kidnapping? Was he guilty of child trafficking? But his case was isolated from the wife's case. So I don't think we'll ever find out his involvement with the child that was kidnapped and faked by the wife that she had given birth to. So moving on, fast forward, 2016 to 2019, he faces charges in the Kenyan courts. And Mr. Dea maintains adamantly that he's innocent. He has never kidnapped any child. He has never been a perpetrator of child trafficking, says someone who married a 14-year-old. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, the case still goes on to date, so I would not want to speak much about the case because it's live and it's very active. But Mr. Dea has continuously denied any of the wrongdoing, despite there being tremendous amounts of evidence that there was something shady with his church and the kids that he was supposedly giving to the women were not necessarily their children. And in fact, the actually news features that um, he would fake pregnancies, the women would fake pregnancies, and Mr. Dea, together with the wife, would find the kids from wherever, I don't know where they would get them from, would find the kids and deliver them to the families that wanted the kids. So after faking a pregnancy for nine years, you would deliver, and I put it in air quotes because, yeah, it's a speech. So you would deliver and you are handed over the child. And it's actually appalling because to date, he still runs his church. It has never been shut down. He still runs Gilbert Dare Ministries. I think if you go on YouTube right now, you'll still find his church services and his preachings and his miracle, whatever. And in 2016, he actually purported to be selling anointing oil that cured HIV and AIDS and cancer. And even with such false claims, there was no claim against him. So he has found a way to beat the system and know how to go around it. And that's the sad thing about our laws, they are very specific and very strict and you do not go around it. And especially for criminal claims, it's proof beyond any reasonable doubt. So it is either this or it's not. And there is no in between. And Mr. Gilbert there and so many other people like Pastor Paul McKenzie have found a way to play within the in-betweens so that they are not really contradicting the law, but they are causing harm to masses. In Shakahola, where um, they have unearthed graves with over 200 people who apparently starved to death because they were told to do so by their pastor. And it's sad because 
even Gilbert Dare simply relied on the power of prayer. And most people believed his power of prayer and his miracle babies. I mean, for crying out loud, why would I believe they are miracle babies? If they are miracles to happen, it's only supposed to be from God, right? And he did, the last time there was a miracle baby, he did so himself through Mary and Elizabeth. But we are so gullible. And like I said, as I was starting one way that pastors, they're not even pastors really, rogue pastors have devised of making money is using gullible Kenyans. I know having a child might lead some people to desperation. You've been married for 10 years, you want a child, you don't have a child. You go to this man and he tells you you can have a miracle baby and after two months you're pregnant again. Come on. I think if you're a reasonable man, you can see a woman you can see that that's not biologically possible. And if we actually weigh what these pastors are telling us vis-a-vis logic and common sense, they would actually fall short. And that simply should be the basis of deciding who to follow, what preachings to follow, what teachings to follow. Because it doesn't sit right with me that you have a miracle baby, a child who is supposedly stolen from someone else, probably even in another continent, probably in another country or in another town, but you sit comfortably knowing you have three kids in one year. You did not give birth to triplets in one year and you claim they're all yours, yet there's someone out there who is crying they have lost a child, their child has been trafficked. I think it's important to just use common sense and I do not want to sound rude or, no, I do not want to sound judgmental or anything at whatever um, cost, but I think it's time we learn to stop listening to preachers like Pastor Dea, Pastor Mackenzie, and just employ common sense. Because if we do, we'll actually pierce through some of the things they are saying. And until we get to that point, we'll keep being gullible, we'll have another Mackenzie, we'll have another Dea, and the chain continues. We'll, we'll move from miracle babies to miracle water. From miracle water, we'll move to miracle healing of HIV and cancer. From that, we'll move to who knows something else, moving to see God. So it calls for discernment and it calls for us to be vigilant because liars are going to come. Liars like Pastor Dea, who was an ordinary stonemason, but that was not going to bring him money. That was not going to bring him fame and fortune. So he had to find a way to make it on his own, find the fame, find the fortune, find the money and whatever. And he figured, I can just lie to Kenyans and gullible women that I'm giving the miracle babies. So Gilbert Dare's story is still unfolding and I am hoping I will do an update once the case is done, hopefully, so that I can update you guys on what has happened and just be able to take you through the proceedings in court and a lot of the claims that have been made without necessarily touching on um, a live wire at the moment. So until then, this is all I got. Happy Madaraka Day and thank you. Be sure to subscribe and just watch out for our other episodes. If you've not watched us, if you're new here, check out our channel, go to the previous episodes, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us on TikTok. And yes, I hope you enjoy our stories and we're welcome to any feedback. Bye. Hi everyone. First of all, I want to thank you all so much for the love that you're showing us, for subscribing and for just watching our videos, sharing with your friends and also just 
leaving your comments down there. I see them and at least I get to respond to a couple of them. Thank you so much. We could not have been here without you. I think we're now five episodes in. So thank you so much, guys. And for this week, we have decided, since everything is going bottom up, we have decided to give you two episodes, a double dose for the Madaraka Day. We hope you enjoy and have fun. <laughs>